Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, welcome back. This will be John chapter 16. Remember, we are still on Wednesday evening. Verse 1, These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should be not offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you thinketh that he doeth God's service. That's kind of like what Paul's going to experience. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of, of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me whither thou goest. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient or beneficial or profitable or advantageous for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you, but but if I depart, I will send him unto you. For some reason not fully explained in the Scriptures, the Holy Ghost did not operate in the fullness among the Jews during the years of Jesus' mortal sojourn. That was by verse by verse. And Also, if you read the... uh, the entry in the Bible dictionary about the Holy Ghost, there's a section about why the Holy Ghost uh, wasn't among the disciples here in the old world. And the answer is, we don't know. Verse 8, And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they believe not on me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and they see me no more, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. They would need the gift of the Holy Ghost to fully understand all truth. So when he comes back to teach later, um, then they'll have the gift of the Holy Ghost to understand better. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Remember that the gift of the Holy Ghost is given on the day of Pentecost. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. A little while, and ye shall not see me again, and a, a little while, and ye shall see me, because I go to the Father. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he saith unto us? A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again a little while, and ye shall see me, and because I go to the Father. They said therefore, What is this that he saith? A little while. We cannot tell what he saith. Now Jesus knew that they were desirous to ask him, and said unto them, Do ye inquire among yourselves of what I said? A little while, and ye shall not see me, and again a little while, and ye shall see me. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in travail, hath sorrow, because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that is that a man is born into the world. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing, but it shall be done unto you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he shall give it you. 
Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that you that your joy may be full. In this verse, Jesus did not say that his disciples had never prayed or asked anything. Rather, he had said that the apostles had never before prayed in his name, that is, in the name of Jesus Christ, the life of uh, and so that's what he's saying, that they didn't pray in the name of Jesus. Since the divine law in all ages called for men to pray to the Father in the name of Christ, why had Jesus awaited this time to institute the age-old system among his disciples? Perhaps it is a situation similar to that which is involved in, re- in, in, re- in received the gift of the Holy Ghost. As long as Jesus was with the disciples, they did not enjoy the full manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Perhaps as long as Jesus was personally with them, many of their petitions were addressed directly to him rather than to the Father. Such was the course followed by the Nephites when the, when the resurrected and glorified Lord ministered among them. Remember, the Nephites prayed unto Jesus, um, and so maybe that's what the, what's happening here to the, to the disciples among Jesus in, the, as in, in mortality. Verse 25, These things have I spoken unto you in proverbs, or figurative discourse, or similitudes. But the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loveth you, because ye have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father, and am come into the world again. I leave the world, and go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do ye now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered every man to his own, and shall leave, leave me alone, and yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace, in the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world." The atonement was about to be reality. The resurrection of all mankind was assured. Death was to be done away with. That's the reason to be of good cheer. So that's the end of the chapter, and we will see you next time. Bye.